This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Bored of too many ads and dull, meaningless chat? We've got neither. Joy Drive, smart, fun radio. Health and wellness on Joy Drive. Good afternoon, Evangeline Mancioris. How are you? Good. How are you today, Warren? Very well, thank you. I'm looking forward to the uh, break because it's such a busy time, isn't it? Absolutely. And what keeps us busy is trying to work out what to put on the menu and what to buy as presents, doesn't it? Oh, definitely. Now, something that does concern me, though, Evangeline, is uh, there's lots of, uh, you know, entertainment going on this over the Christmas period. We're, you know, keeping, we're feeding our guests. They are feeding us. Uh, it's warm weather. I'm concerned that we, you know, could inadvertently make our guests really, really sick. So perhaps you can give us some tips on how we can ensure that our guests leave our house healthy. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Not with pains in their guts like they wouldn't mind. Yeah, no, look, it's, it's a potential problem. And mainly because we're having such a good time and we're relaxed and we might forget about how long we've got food out. So one of the most important routes rules is that you either have to keep food cool or hot and we talk about the danger zone in which bacteria can grow is between 5 to 60 degrees and so that's why our fridges are set to you know 4 and below. So what you have to do is try to minimise the time that your food spends between 5 to 60 degrees which is a little bit complicated because most of us are serving our food you know at room temperature or, or even warmer so what we say is if food's kept out of that temperature range for more than two hours it can't go back in the fridge and be used for another day and if it's over four hours it can't be eaten after that four hour time period so if it's uh, over two hours so if it's under two hours it's fine to go back in the fridge and we can reheat it and have it again but if it's over two hours uh we that's it we can can't reheat it again is that right that's right and if it's over four hours we should get rid of it um and we don't want to get rid of food do we i mean on joy drive no. community, we're all sort of concerned about the environment and we know how much food waste contributes to greenhouse gases so there are some things we can do um if you know that your lunch will last you know three four hours what you can try to do is use ice trays to keep your food on particularly the risky food like the seafood to try to keep it as cool as possible for as long as possible by using those ice trays. Or the other thing is you bring it out in lots. So if you've got prawns, bring out half of them, keep the other half in the fridge, and then bring out the other half when that first slot is gone. You know what I like about that with the prawns is you bring out the first half, you forget that you've got the other half, then when the guests are gone, you've got a feast of prawns. That's right. You'll be eating really well on Boxing Day, won't you? (laughs) Definitely. A question for you, Evangeline. When we are talking about the two-hour or the four-hour time period, what about foods like you see people with crackers and they're left out? The cheese might be left out as well. Do the crackers go off as well? No, no. So crackers, So the drier a food is, the less likely it is to go off. So thinking crackers, biscuits, bread, that doesn't go off. It's that food that we mostly keep 
keep in the fridge. So anything that you pull out of the fridge is the food that's at risk. Fruit's not going to be at risk. Vegetables won't be at risk if they're just, you know, vegetable sticks. But they're going to look daggy after four hours. That's the problem, isn't it? So it's this balance between trying to keep it safe and reducing food waste. So um, cheese... Because cheese is so salty, it's not going to go off either, um, but it's going to look really daggy if you leave it out for more than four hours. It sort of gets that hardened, deeper yellow look, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, that, that's when it's revolting. What about nuts? No, nuts are fine. Once again, they're very dry, and the salt also helps to reduce any bacterial growth. Also, things that have got a lot of vinegar added to them, like pickles. The reason pickling was invented, I guess, was because the acid stops the bacteria growing. And so keeping food in acidic conditions also reduces bacterial growth. Evangeline, let's talk about uh, preparing the food. What are some of the, the really simple tips that we can adhere to to minimise the risk of contaminating food? Look, most of the contamination does occur from people not washing their hands properly after they've been to the bathroom. Um, so everyone needs to cast their mind back to, you know, COVID days in the 2020, when we were told about how careful we had to be about washing our hands and the 20 second rule for when you wash your hands. So before you start preparing food, Wash your hands with soap. Get the bubbles up because it's the bubbles that helps to remove the bacteria off our hands from the soap. And then get the lather up, those bubbles, wash it off with you know water and then dry your hands well because the wetter your hands are, it's also more likely the bacteria will be transferred from your hands to the food as well. So that's the first rule. The second rule is keep your kitchen surfaces really clean. So that is the kitchen bench you're working on and the chopping boards and knives. And number three rule related to that is don't use chopping boards where you've used raw foods on, especially raw meats and raw seafood, to then cut up salad vegetables or fruit. So wash in between every type of food. We're chatting with Dr Evangeline Mancioris, Program Director of Nutrition and Food Sciences at the University of South Australia, about the things we need to be mindful of when it comes to food hygiene over the festive season. Okay, well, so we've discussed preparing food. Let's talk about storing food. What do we need to be aware of there? Yeah, so this is going back to that rule about the temperature that bacteria grow at. So between 5 and 60 degrees, they grow really, really quickly and really well. That's the temperature they like. So you've got to keep food out of that zone as much as you can. So, you know, make sure your fridge is set to below 5 degrees. You can buy really cheap fridge thermometers to keep an eye on that. And particularly in summer where it might be a bit more difficult if you don't have air conditioning and your kitchen's a bit hot, your fridge might be running, you know, hotter um, so check that out and also don't leave food out of the fridge thinking about when you're buying your food so if you've got a long trip to the shops in the car and you're stopping off in a couple of places your car can heat up so you might want to think of having an esky in your car with ice to keep those foods you know the meats the seafood the milk all of that safe and putting it in the esky and also when you're actually then serving it up but we've already talked about that so just think keep your food as cold as you can now let's uh, talk about uh storing the food i'm sorry i'm serving the food itself when we're going to put it out are there any tips that we need to be you know be aware of to make sure that we don't inadvertently i suppose contaminate it yeah, look it's once again um 
the temperature that you're, you're serving your food at. So that seafood, try to put that ice below it that we talked about. Um, try to pick the coolest spot in the kitchen or out in the garden. So if you've got food, you might want to think about putting it in the garden, putting it under shade or, you know, if you haven't got shade of trees, putting it under a canopy or a tent or something just to keep the sun off it. And in your home, also try to keep it away from the warmer parts of the home or keeping it near, near the air conditioner. And once again, you know, split the serves of those foods up so you reduce the time that it's out. Evangeline, you know something else that I do, I suppose, too, and maybe to protect myself, but also to protect others, is I keep an eye on how people are, you know, dipping into the food. And if I see someone licking their fingers and they touch something, I don't go anywhere near it. Do you do that as well? as well oh it's that it's a bit horrible though because you're watching it on you go oh my god i'm not going to have that dip anymore i'm not going to have that dip anymore um so yeah it's a tricky one do you ever say anything to them warren to stop oh yes i <laughs> i'm renowned for saying hey you're double dipping you licked your fingers go wash your hands i end up standing by myself at a party Yes, <laughs> absolutely. It is tricky. And it's often good if there's youngsters around where you can remind the youngsters about it because they always forget. And hopefully the older adults can, you know, hear and go, oh, yeah, this is a, you know, not a double dipping house for me to be in. So, yeah, I think as a guest, you've got to be mindful, washing your hands, not double dipping, you know, certainly not licking your fingers and then picking up more food or changing your mind as you pick up the food. That's even worse, isn't it? When they touch everything and then they don't pick it up. Oh, yeah, definitely. I know. <laughs> Evangeline, I feel like we are completely armed in terms of our knowledge on what we can do. I love the two-hour and the four-hour rule. Um, thank you so much for joining us throughout the year. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on Joy Drive and all the contributions that you made. And uh, we, we look forward to having you back next year. I look forward to it. It's been wonderful. And thank you for having me on and all, to all your listeners as well. Thank you. And Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Happy Holidays to you, Evangeline. Thank you so much. That is Dr. Evangeline Mancioris, Program Director of Nutrition and Food Sciences at the University of South Australia. Evangeline is also an accredited practicing dietitian and a sports dietitian. You're on Joy Drive. Joy Drive on Joy 94.9 FM in Melbourne, Joy on your digital radio, iHeartRadio, TuneIn.com or the Joy app, no matter where you are. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.